Hey, fellow warriors. Welcome to the Azar Mindset Podcast with your host, Altamese Nicole. She's an award-winning founder to the Azar Agency, a philanthropist, mother, daughter, and friend. Here with the Azar Mindset Podcast, we cultivate a safe space and community to be inspired by women worldwide that strive to be the best version of themselves boldly, softly, and unapologetically. And Azar is a warrior created to help. So let's begin to help one another in family, fun, faith, life, and love. Hello, and thank you again for joining the Azar Mindset Podcast with your host. I am Altamese Nicole, the CEO and founder of the Azar Agency, and I am uh, a best-selling author, um, an international speaker, and um, a poet, a mom, a friend, a daughter, all of the amazing things that make me Azar. And you're an Azar too, if you're listening. Um, And this episode is literally going to be about, you know, the journey uh, to here, to now, in this very moment where I am conversing with you on this podcast. (laughs) So we often talk about like the, the grit and the resilience that women have and how we can literally go through all types of adversity, um, all types of challenges and and literally look like nothing we've been through. (laughs) It's like we've gone through the fire, but yet we don't even smell like the smoke. Right. And, you know, I wanted to share with you all um, something uh, somewhat personal, I guess, um, but it's more on the professional side in terms of um, just really trusting, uh, trusting God and trusting the divine source and how everything is strategically orchestrated to work out for your good. Even those horrible, horrific things are still connected to um, something really great in the end. Um, you know, I asked for a divorce in um, May of last year and um, our divorce was pretty quick. Um, You know, we um, had a final hearing um, in November of last year and, um, you know, it was it was amicable, Um, literally, you know, one of those situations those scenarios that you rarely hear about when you when you think of divorce right um but it was a loss it was a loss at my choice right but it was still a loss and it kind of became like the beginning season or the the beginning part of a season of loss whether it was loss of my choice or not um, so I'll, I'll start in chronological order just so you guys can follow me in this season of loss. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I asked for the divorce in May. Um, and you know, we actually started, we filed, um, in June. Yeah, we filed in June. So that process started, um, in June and in the midst of that, um, you know, um, we had a little miniature schnauzer that we had for years. Y'all, we, I used to say we had him out of wedlock. 
because <laughs> we got him before we got married and um we got him when he was five years old he was a rescue um his name was maxwell and he was super duper sweet um but when we adopted him in around like 2011 2012 um he was already five so he was already five years old when we got him he was considered a mature dog so fast forward to last year he was uh 21 in human years which is ridiculous but he was 21 years old um so of course he lived a very long life um but the signs of him transitioning was absolutely there like 150 percent there and in august um i was talking to a friend on the phone and i let him go outside in in my backyard to use the bathroom and you know he he's really old y'all so i was keeping an eye out on him while i was talking to her and he literally kind of just looked up at the sky and he um stared up in the sky for a little bit probably about a minute or two and i was like what is he doing it was long enough for me to acknowledge the fact that he paused in a walk and he was just staring up in the sky and we have a little lagoon and um i have a little lagoon in the back of of my house and he literally just like gently it looks like a gentle walk i don't know if dogs do gentle walks but y'all just go with me with this okay um he literally like gently like walked into the water and there was like no tussle he didn't struggle he literally just like walked in the water and he was gone um so that was a lot for me because I, I watched the whole thing and um you know i had to tell my daughter what happened and explain to her that maxwell went to doggy heaven and all of these things so that happened and then um after that happened uh we had um we had clients that just seemed as if it just wasn't gelling right like and if you you know are an entrepreneur small business owner and you have a service-based business you know that clients come and go right it, it that's just kind of the ebb and flow of business but it doesn't make it any easier and for azar we have a team i have a i have a whole team that i take very seriously uh when it comes to um the acknowledgement and the responsibility of knowing that they have entire families right and whatever i pay them that helps them feed their family that helps them you know pay bills that that is such a huge responsibility to me that i do not take lightly so when clients started to phase out i was like oh my gosh what's gonna happen right and um so we lost a few clients at the beginning of the year uh but um i had um a, a great enterprise partner um that you know was at that point going to be our largest client um and i was so excited to work with them um it wasn't my first time working with them i've worked with them quite a few times um so you know i 
didn't think anything about the relationship. I knew I had a feeling everything would be fine. I'd work through the contract. Everything would be good. Well, as we know, life takes unexpected turns. <laughs> and um, the project lead, um, I, I, don't, I don't think she even attempted to get to know me. She met me once on a call um, and just kind of like pushed me to the side a little bit in her own way. Um, but because she was a project lead, her voice and her decisions had a lot of weight. And um, eventually, um, probably about three to four months into the project, um, I was like, oh. And that was really hard for me. Um, because y'all, I have never, when I say never, I have never been let go from a job ever, 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 ever. <laughs> so to have this done and knowing that it was, it had minimal merit, like she didn't really have a reason for real, like the, re and the reasoning that she gave was complete trash, like total trash. Um, so Knowing that there, it, it felt like an, an injustice, yet there was absolutely nothing I could do about it. Um, that was a loss. And literally, like, all of this stuff is, like, happening back to back, right? So, after that happens, I'm like, okay, well, maybe this is so I can, like, really focus and really dive into, you know, Azar again because it, it literally was like a ripple effect. Like, clients were just kind of dropping off. Either, you know, their retainer was up and they weren't planning to renew or, you know, signs of the recession was coming. And there were actually, like, you know, if you have a service-based com company, you understand that there are times, like, when when your client's see the signs of um, um, inflation or a recession or anything like that, they start to pull in uh, certain services. And then oftentimes there, there could be a few clients that literally kind of nitpick in the contract in the SOW to say like, oh, there's a breach of contract because of X, Y, and Z so they can get out, right? And I'm not the type of founder that pushes back on stuff like that. Um, which is why I can't wait for my my lovely cousin to finish law school because she's going to be my lawyer. <laughs> and then y'all going to have to worry with her because <laughs> she's not like me. <laughs> but like, you know, for me, I don't I'm not I'm not fighting that. I'm not going to push back on that. So I let you I let you go. If that's if that's what you desire, I let you go. Um, but that doesn't change that it's a loss. Right. So, um, you know, I lose that large enterprise client. So now I'm back into the business pretty much, you know, on in full speed. And out of nowhere, maybe about two or three months pass, we literally lose all of our clients. Literally down to zero. Nada. None. Right? And on the outside... It looks like we are doing absolutely amazing. Um, you know, we we look like we are doing the thing. And everybody is so proud of me and all of this stuff. Like, I had received a, um, 
a, a nomination for an award and I'm actually in Vegas right now recording this after actually accepting the award but they nominated me in the middle of all of this happening right so kind of felt like a to me it was like a pers like on the outside it looks one way but on the inside it was totally different and I didn't like it I didn't like it at all but then you can't really shift it because it's not like it's fake so it was like a weird dichotomy of scenarios happening um and yet I literally like during the season I was just like what in the world <laughs> so then we lost all of our clients and me and my operations director like she is absolutely amazing she's she's my homie like at this point we are in this thing together so I was like I am not letting you go and I don't know how this is gonna work but this is gonna work <laughs> and um in the middle of you know us trying to figure out what that looked like and unfortunately letting a few well letting most of our people go um in that season in that moment in that month my uncle um my mom's youngest baby brother he passed away out of the blue completely unexpected one you know it, it was definitely something that the family was not anticipating and then two weeks later um, my great uncle passed literally two week time frame and it was just it was like really God <laughs> like really like and I went to I went I had to um grieve right so like whenever things happen in this way and whenever you have seasons like this you have got to take a moment to grieve you have to feel it you gotta even if it's by choice you gotta feel it you gotta allow yourself to kind of sit with those emotions right and so I you know kind of force myself a little bit to like just sit in it and feel it and in the middle of, you know, that last portion that I shared, like that last part of like my uncle passing away and my great uncle passing away, us losing clients, um, I felt like I was going through an ascension. Um, and, you know, I couldn't put my finger on it, couldn't figure out the words of what exactly was happening. But it's kind of like where I would say, I want to go home, but I was home like that kind of thing I would get like random chills like out of nowhere it's like the middle of summer it's hot outside but I'm I'm freezing cold and I have chills and um I was super tired all the time it was a it was a thing and I had to like research it like what in the world is going on and I found out you know after doing some some research that it was like an ascension I was going through elevation from one level to the next level and there was no way of stopping it I had to go through it the only way through it was through it right and it's all happening in the middle of this season uh, the season of loss for me and I'm like what in the world is happening <laughs> it was it was a time but I you know I, I remember talking to a few friends about it and I said you know in this season I can't stop I haven't 
the luxury of stopping so what I do is I would um, grieve like schedule it actually schedule the grief let myself sit in it let myself process it and then I'd, I'd be like okay I felt it all right let's keep going next step right and I wouldn't look at the full picture I'd literally look at next step each step and it's it, it, it was a um, not easy at all as you can imagine and I'm sure if you're listening you've been through some things yourself um, but here we are right and I started this story I started this journey of explaining the season of loss that I've recently gone through um, beginning in May of 2021 and here we are December 2022 and here we are fast forward to December um, Azar has clients um, we have oh man uh, three or four uh, I think it's four now uh, we have four clients and um, literally some of the sweetest uh, partners we we call our, our clients partners because we're more than just clients they're more than just clients to us um, but we um, they're literally the best the best ever not the easiest but definitely the best and they're all like from referrals and um, you know it, it's a blessing to see and I realized, you know, during that season of, you know, us having no clients, um, my operations director and I, we kind of went back to the basics and we said, OK, for where we're going, we have to make room for that. Right. And in order to make room for something, you have to let go of something else. So sometimes those seasons of loss is literally making room for something else something greater if only we let go if only we would just allow the process to happen and surrender to it we get to the other side to identify that there's something so much more beautiful on the other side only if we just let go so we took that time to redefine process look at our structure and see like what's working we even you know um we have a client now where all of her feedback that she gives us, we kind of tap into it and into it from a perspective of identifying our gaps, right? And saying, okay, if if she sees this, chances are other clients experience this too. Let's fix this, right? Um, so looking at it and shifting perspective from like, man, why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? Um, and realizing why not me why not me and how can all of this how can all of this impact me moving forward how can I utilize this and leverage it to make me better make my business better um, and and really bring out the best uh, for the next season because literally every season ends there's a beginning and an end everything changes like uh let us see 
<laughs> I absolutely love her, by the way. Um, but the singer Lettucey, she tells us in one of her songs, everything changes. So, uh, you know, uh, it literally is just the season. And, um, you know, now uh, after accepting um, the outstanding leadership award in marketing and advertising, um, meeting and networking with some of the best and brightest minds in the advertising industry and really, you know, tapping into something that I kind of knew was there. I, I mean, I know it was there, but literally y'all in the room, I'm like a magnet <laughs> and people would randomly come up to me in between like sessions and panel discussions and be like, they'll say something like, oh my God, I love your outfit. Y'all just got on black pants, a top and a blazer with some jeans. I didn't even wear heels today. And I'd be like, oh, thank you. I'm a magnet, right? And magnets attract, that's what they do. So I've identified like, hey, this is my element. This is my element. Me being nominated for an award when I felt like I didn't deserve it. Yet somebody said I did. And I still don't know who that person was. But thank you if you're listening. Thank you. <laughs> um, someone thought I was deserving. Right? And me pushing through the imposter syndrome of believing that I wasn't. Just because the season didn't match the, the recognition. Um, and getting through that. I've identified a space that is my element and I'm leaning into that. You know, I, I speak, you know, I've obviously we, I have this podcast with y'all, uh, you know, I tap into it on the first episode. And if you haven't listened to the first episode, please go back. But I ran away from this for a long time. <laughs> God actually told me to start this a year ago, the beginning of last year. And I did not because um, I prefer to be in the background and all of that. And clearly that's not a part of my assignment. Everything is leading me up into the front. So we just going to roll with this and I'm just going to lean into this uncomfortable space of talking to myself in a mic while staring at myself on a computer thinking that, oh, I'm talking to other people who's listening when ain't nobody in this room except my cousin. She in here. She in here with me. Um, but it feels weird. You know what I'm saying? And like. You know, I was told to start this a long time ago and I didn't. I didn't. And it wasn't because I was too busy. It wasn't because, no, it, it, I procrastinated because I was afraid. Procrastination is rooted in fear. It's rooted in fear. So um, this year I've been learning that if I'm procrastinating, it's kind of an indicator for me to lean into it and just do it. Right. Um, so I'm here to just share all of this with you to remind you that seasons change. Nature is the best teacher. Seasons change. And it's OK to surrender to those seasons, even when those seasons are seasons of loss, seasons of grief. Seasons of discomfort. Lean into that. Because the next season 
might look a little different and it may take you to some really great places and you may experience some really cool things with some pretty phenomenal people that opens doors to your wildest imagination right so lean into those things surrender to it and as an azar we were designed to be that way the resilience is in us it's in you and you can do and you can be and you can discover and you can you can unpack you can heal you can unlearn you can do be all the things right if only we just allow ourselves to be be in a state of being so um i wanted to share that with y'all just to let y'all know that even even i go through things even and social media may say something completely different on the outside but um we're all human we're all human we're all human beings and we all experience life uh in its unexpected uh adventurous glory um so continue to keep going and if you are in a season of loss uh or just a difficult season in your life i encourage you to keep going keep striving and even if it just feels like you can't keep being still cuz being still is an action too i don't think people realize that that you are in the act of stillness um which can be just as powerful as the act of movement it can be as equally uh impactful as the act as the act of movement so keep going and you've got this you've got this in the words of one of my favorite authors uh and I'm going to meet her one day um and I talk about her a little bit in the first episode too uh Glennon Dole but in the words of Glennon we can do hard things we can do them so um yeah I hope this encourages you along your journey and uh God ain't done with us yet. So just imagine the next season. I am here for it. I'm here for it all. I'm so excited and I'm just so grateful. I'm so tremendously grateful for all that I've experienced within this previous year. Um and uh I'm excited to see how how Yahweh decides to utilize all of the loss to restore and uh show us what's in that next season. So, um until next time, um please do um join the conversation with us on social or with me on social. I am Ultimis Nicole literally everywhere. Ultimis Nicole A L T I M E S E N I C H O L E Um follow me on social. Let's have dialogue there. Introduce yourself. I would love to meet you. And, you know, remember that you are amazing and you can be yourself, flaws and all, boldly, unapologetically, and without uh any 
um, judgment on that. You can do that. That's what you were called to do it. Your Nazar. Um, so thank y'all so much for joining me on this episode. And um, this is actually the last episode for the season. So we shall see you in season two. And if you'd like to be a guest on uh, the Azar Mindset Podcast, feel free to reach out to us on our website. Um, we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to hear your story. All right. Until next time, continue to be you guys. Okay. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this podcast episode of the Azar Mindset Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to stay connected and in the know of all upcoming inspiring conversations with Altamese Nicole and inspiring women from all around the world. Until next time, stay soft and fearless, queen.